Kevin Sanders, and this podcast is called From Cancer to Courage. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional. I don't have any letters behind my name. I'm Kevin Sanders, and this is my story. Good day, Dr. Dario. Hello, Kevin Sanders, and you know what? You're not a doctor. Hmm. No, well, <laughs> only on TV. I played a doctor once. <laughs> Acting as a and doctor, I, yeah. Yeah, and then I, um, you know, my job, I was uh, like a doctor, mm-hmm. a nurse, um, medication and all that jazz so um Mm -hmm. i guess you could say yeah i'm a doctor but sure i have no letters behind my name man Mm -hmm. Hmm. i don't either this is uh it's just uh i don't know putting out a podcast it's our opinions (laughs) johnny lunch meat yeah we're just johnny lunch meats yeah nobody's 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 uh recap season two pod eight so the last podcast, uh, can watching the news give you a positive outlook or a negative one? Mm. So we looked at that uh, in pod eight and what this podcast is going to be about. We all mm-hmm. we all told you it was coming. Um, yeah. He uh, he told his mama that he was I told moving. my mama. Yeah, and, I told uh, her. Yeah. And we'll talk about how that went. Yes. So. Yes. Four podcasts ago. <laughs> uh, that was pod five. Yeah. Dario, you said that you had planned to move to a different state in a few months and you hadn't even told your mom yet. We asked the listeners, you guys, to email in and vote if you should have told her much earlier or right before you leave. I give you my opinion, which was that I personally thought you should have told her a long time ago. Mm. Tell me, Captain D, how did that conversation go? Well, Grasshopper, it went as follows. Um... It was a bit. It was a bit awkward, man. It yeah. was a bit awkward. Uh, um, I walked in the house. Uh, it was strange, you know. Um, I gave my mom. Uh, um, you know, I bought her a plant, and I bought her uh, a lemonade from uh, Jack in the Box, <laughs> and uh, a big one, you know. I just tried to make things smoother. And it's so funny because uh, she liked the plant very much mm-hmm. um got to the lemonade and you know how you buy lemonade and it runs out like you the, just get the syrup we, no, no you just get the um the fuzz the fizz part so no syrup mm, she got a a big old extra large cup of fizz <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i i just um want to show my face and i want to face my fears man i mean Mm. At least you went over there. I, I know didn't. how worried you were about her finding out and, you know, at least, you know, letting her know, like, how did, how did she already know that you were moving then? Mm-hmm. Uh, the grapevine. Um, my <laughs> siblings, you know, um, yeah. Um, I, I showed her a picture of the, well, I showed my brother and sister a picture of the house, you know, um, you know, and everything, but I never told anyone because I didn't want to hear the negative uh, comments, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, anyway, I got a text last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, when this video, uh, this um, video, this um, pod comes out, it'll be um, several weeks ago. Um, how um, my mom didn't deserve this. Okay. Um, I should stop ghosting her. It's not fair to her health. Now, mind you, I haven't talked to my mom in two months. So, you know? uh, let me see. So, 
you didn't want to talk to your mom because you're afraid to hear what she said. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you didn't tell anyone you're moving mm-hmm. and they had to figure it out. Yes. Uh, why? What What did you say when you showed them there was a picture in front of you, know, you and your wife were in front of construction then? Like, mm-hmm. why, why did you show them that? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I was excited. Um, so my wife and I stood in front of the construction of our new home. Um, the realtor took a picture, and so I texted to my my siblings. Um, sent a picture of uh, my wife and I and Jazz, and um, in good faith, um, mm-hmm. not knowing that, um, it'll bite me in the butt, you know. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't tell anyone, you know. I just, I don't know. Um, she found out through the grapevine, so to speak. You know? Mm-hmm. It's funny because here I am, a grown adult, and I have that little boy inside of me, um, kind of afraid of um, mm, so your mama. I was like, yeah, well, when they asked you how long it was before you ended up seeing your mom. Mm, two months. <laughs> it was two yeah it was two months of torturing myself tormenting myself mm-hmm. um of not telling her the truth um like i said uh that little 12 year old boy was inside of me mm-hmm. you know and um i was afraid of her comments and um so yeah that's why um you know i kept things away from her but i didn't want to um to lie, you know, um, I felt real dishonest. You know what I mean? Guilty. Yeah, like yeah. man, I I sure do understand. Like, like needing to tell someone something important mm-hmm. and just letting let letting it eat you up inside for not mentioning me it ate me up. So mm. you didn't even tell her at all. She had to figure it out. Mm. I well. I know mm. we had talked about it offline. You had you had kept saying how you were worried about her and how you expected her to say bad things. Mm. Then you, then your mom was telling you, telling your other siblings mm. that she was upset that you didn't visit. So yeah. she she so she already knew when you went over to her house, like because mm. your siblings told her, right? So yeah, so so I mean, I felt like when I went over there, what is it to say? They told her already, you know. So mm. the best thing for me to do was to face my fears. And stop avoiding my mom. Yep. And, um, you know, it was difficult. Um, so I went last Saturday. Um, we had lunch and everything, and um, it was very nice. Um, but while I was there, I felt cheap, dishonest, and sorry for avoiding her. You know, um, mm-hmm. it kind of made me um, just want to ball, just, just, just break down and cry, man. Because I didn't want to hurt anyone. Mm. Did I, I called you too? I'm like, hey, um, yeah. I really feel bad, man. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, you said she already knows, so you didn't, mm-hmm. you didn't have to tell her. So, like, the next time you go over there, are you actually gonna tell her you're moving? Yes, I said. Uh, I said, mom, that's that's the part two thing. I said, I have something for you. I have some, um, because I didn't want to bring all these things with me. I have something for her. Mm-hmm. And um, I told her that. I said, I can't, I can't bring everything with me, but um, I want you to have it. Um, but it's, it's weird because 
not telling her things, it's like it's it's affecting your your um relationship. It's um it's really weird. It's like our minds can just like excuse the expression, rape us, so to speak. You know, tell us that, oh, um, give in to your fears. Um, you know, this is not true, or this is true. Um, but what I was doing was I was um hurting someone for not telling the truth you know um it was like it was like a cancer inside just eating away eating away at me really bad i feel like uh honesty honestly i i feel like the whole thing was almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy like uh, you think yeah so like that's when it's like a circle um, so when you're afraid of something that's going to happen, so you don't do it and it ends up mm. happening because you didn't do it. Like, um, an example, a lot of people don't go to the dentist because they're worried about cavities and then they yeah. don't go for a long time and then they end up having cavities because they didn't go for so long. And most people will just think, Oh, I knew it. I, I knew that was going to happen because you know, that's what was going on in their head. But I think a, a lesser percent of people might think I shouldn't have waited so long. Like, you know. I always well, it's say, easier. It's easier. <laughs> it's easier to avoid things. Oh yeah, it's very easy. It's like mm. it's work to face things. It's work to go through problems. It's work to, to you know, conquer your fears. Mm-hmm. I always say, you know, get it out of the way now. You could spend days, months, or years worrying about something. Then all it takes is like a few minutes or an hour. Mm. As for fear, you know, it's in your mind. It'll just sit there. It'll sit there. And it'll poison your mind and it'll give you anxiety until you actually do something about it. Mm, well, it, I did. Uh, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't just go away. You, if you, you know, it doesn't just go away. If you still need mm. whatever you bring, bring whatever you have, any mm. kind of fear into the light. And that mm. issue or problem will either no longer have a hold on you or it'll become much lighter and it'd be easier to deal with. Like any kind well, of yeah. problem, just be vulnerable and just talk about it. Pull it out into the light because whatever is poisoning you, it'll be so much easier. Like here, the here. light, yeah. light kills yeah. all darkness. Mm. Wow, that's good. You said a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I never knew. Um, I never wanted to uh, this to, to go this far. You know. Mm. Um. I don't know. I guess you know what? What if you never went to the doctor um, to talk about your condition? You know, what if you never went to the doctor? It's like, do you remember when you went to uh, the doctor for your last MRI? Mm-hmm. You know, what if you never went? What would be in your head right now? What, 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 what fears would you be facing? Mm-hmm. Well, what are your thoughts? Um, like, as for my last MRI, that was mm. uh, six to eight months ago. Oh, already? Jeez. Yeah, it's been oh. a minute. Mm. Um, but they don't ever really get better. Mm. They uh, they just have to remain stable and don't show any tumor growth. So, mm. and uh, it's it's kind of crazy because almost any time I get a headache or something is off in my head, the thought pops in, oh mm. boy, the tumor's coming back. But but I make sure to kick that thought out as soon mm. as possible because fear only makes things worse. Yeah. Fear will only make things worse and never better. Mm. That's true. 
I mean, fear, I don't know, is fear easier? Fear causes uh, you to avoid things, you know? Mm. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, it's easier. So, so far, what's your takeaway on this pod? What's on your mind, man? Um, well, fear is a lot easier. I think fear is almost like, I don't know, I'll make the jump here that fear is almost like laziness. Like hmm. it just allows you to sit back and not, not, um, not fight against. It's like dealing with fear is always work. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like talking for guys, like talking through emotions That's work. It's like, there's a lot of lazy people that just want to sit in fear because mm. they don't actually put in the work to get through that, get past that fear. Cause it, it's like, Man, for some introverts, it's mm-hmm. like you got to bench press, you know, 50 pounds and run in circles before you can make a call to someone. It's mm-hmm. like you got to pump yourself up and that's work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the overall yeah. things I think I've learned, you should always tell something you fear, they will say. Like, don't ever expect negative answers because you have no idea what they're going to say. Fear is telling you what they're going to say. Once you went over there... And yeah. you talked to her about the issue, the whole problem either went away or became much easier to deal with it. And, and yeah. that, like, and that everyone always <laughs> dealing with their own issues, no one's perfect. It, it mm. doesn't matter how old you are or where you live. Like, right, right, right. Well, you know what? When I went over there, I'm like, well, why talk about something that she already knows? You know what I mean? Why? I mean, just, like I said, the whole thing was just showing my face, you know, and, and saying that, um, because I walked in the house, I kissed her. I, I'm like, I love you, ma. Um, and that kind of sealed the deal that it wasn't like my intentions to hurt my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the funny part about this whole thing is, is that um, I blew up everything. I made it bigger than what it was, right. like big. Um, went to my mom's house, and it was nothing like I expected. It was very refreshing, very nice. Um, my mom um, um, made me food, like she always does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mothers like to make their kids food. Yeah, eat, eat, eat. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was real beautiful. I, but I feel bad, like I said, I feel bad because what I did. But um, to tell all the listeners that are listening out there, all our listeners, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what would Jesus do? Hmm. Would he say, um, do what you want, just sabotage yourself, pray about it. You know, um, it's in God's hands, you know, I mean, God, God knows what's best. Just, uh, keep it rolling, you know, keep it rolling and lean not to your own understanding. Mm -hmm. Like I was, oh, my mom's going to blow up and it's going to be, but it was really nice, man. Very nice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's very well said. Amen, man. Like Thank also, you. Thank you much. Um, you know, <laughs> as we go along, yeah. even though this is the, the Kevin Sanders story, we'll talk about your and other people's issues and stories as well as mm. my own. Mm. I mean, I'd be selfish if I didn't include other people. Um, and your life is so full of other people and you can't make it very far on your own. Mm. True. You, know? you can't? Uh, no one can. I was like, I don't think anyone's got to be successful or to be in any positions without the help of other people. Exactly, exactly. And selfish is what you're not, Kevin Sanders. You're not selfish. You're not, you're not. 
you're not selfish with uh, your friendship, um, with the grittiness, with um, how you feel about a certain situation. Mm -hmm. um, you're not selfish with your story. You know, you, you put your story out uh, uh, for the world to hear, you know. Mm -hmm. um, very transparent. So I don't think you're very selfish at all. Um, well, that's good. Yeah, I, try, I try hard not to be. Well, this whole, you know, this whole podcast, I tell you, it's like therapy. You know, this is mm -hmm. um, therapy for me. <laughs> me as well. Like we talk yeah. through issues in life. Mm -hmm. We bounce yeah. ideas off of each other. Uh -huh. And um, these, our listeners, know more about us than anyone else. <laughs> yeah, pretty <clears throat> and, much. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, like you mentioned before, our lives are open book. Yeah, they're online for everyone to see. Yeah, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. So, uh, any words of encouragement you have to, uh, to give? Um, well, the most encouraging thing in my life, mm. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. That is, uh, as the most important thing to me in my yeah. life. Mm. It's like my faith and uh, that phrase, that, mm. that verse that's been around my entire life and just reconfirming that God has good things for your life. He really good does. Good plans does. and hope and you'll always have a future. And uh, and I, I know I always say in a future, in a future, but <laughs> <laughs> lean not to your own understanding. Mm -hmm. That's that's the key. That's the key. That's right. Um, and I have that verse sitting here on my desk. Really? Yeah. Lean, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Ooh. That's Ooh. a good one. Yeah. That's, that's that's a word to the wise, man. That's right. All right. We're going to head out of here. You guys have a good day. Hmm. We'll good see night, you in the man. next podcast. Yep. See you later.